Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Man Thinkers Podcast, a show that forges a new roadmap for the modern man on how to best live life. For the record, we are not Nazis. Yeah, so yeah, so really good news. Congratulations, Thank you. Just to restate, my case is settled. It's done. I won. Well, so, okay, but a couple things I just want to point out. Yeah. Because you did just mention, and, you know, welcome to the show, thinkers. Uh, Uh, Thinkers, sorry, we're discussing something. We were just kind of discussing some personal matters. But come on in. um, Come on in, thinkers. We want the thinkers here. Make yourself at home. Real quick, so you said you 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 hired a goon? What does that mean? I'm trying, I mean, that's, I probably shouldn't say that on the podcast, but. Nobody um, cares. Okay, it's true. You know, a fixer, a big man. Oh, 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 more like a muscle guy. Yeah, muscle guy, and he, you know, just happened to bump into a few of the women that were part of sure. part of the lawsuit. Okay, and he just talked to them, had conversations in a right. way that you can't. I certainly couldn't, and you can't in a courtroom because you know it's all this legalese. And okay. after that talk, their lawyers said, "Hey, maybe maybe we should settle out of court." Well, okay, a couple things. One, yeah, I would be careful mm. about. I'm always I mean, very you, careful. Sure, that's why you're talking about hiring a goon on our podcast. But I would right. say that because you might have more sort of newer fresher lawsuits coming your way oh, that's given a, what that's you just described. Sure. I see, I see. So your, your strategy is kind of like, hey, as long as this current one is kind of in flux, Absolutely. then we're good. You're winning. Punt. Right. Look, there's a reason that punting is mm. an option on every down in football. That's true. That's it true. always an option. And you know, I would say a lot of NFL teams would be more successful if they punted on first down. And you know, I took a lot of this from Dershowitz. I, uh, you right. know, he was a fantastic guest. Well, that's great, Dan. I'm, I'm really glad to hear it. I did want to say happy. one thing though, because you know, you are kind of implying that you and Dershowitz are 
in the same position. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. Dershowitz was exonerated, meaning Virginia Guffrey, she just dropped the case. You said you settled, which is different. In some ways, a settling, I know you're not going to jail, and that's great, but right? like in some ways, settling is, in a way, an admission of guilt. I mean, you're basically no, saying like, no, hey, no, no. I did it, take some cash. Is no, that no. kind of... Yeah, I would say I didn't do it, and I could say it however I want in the media because they did sign an NDA after that and then take some cash. Wait, so they signed an NDA They can't about talk about what? it. The, the settling. Can, is, but you yeah. can? Yeah. I don't know, man. That seems like... I, I feel like I haven't heard that before. I Usually right. a settlement is like neither party can talk and it, you know, the public perception is often... Well, I don't okay, know what some, was exactly... Some wrongdoing was here. I don't know yeah. exactly what I signed. I see. Well, that's not a smart thing, but... Well, but you sign user agreements all the time for apps and that's sure, kind of how user I user agreements this. don't necessarily have a, as nearly as large of an impact on my life. I'm not going to give talking money about or punting, go to jail. Right? We're talking about punting. We are punting. talking about punting. That's the, the ultimate of punting. Punt. People in law are not punting enough. Thus, right, right. I am punting. Thus, I am not guilty right now. Right. Thus, I can talk about it and say however I want because I'm a free American. That's really interesting thinkers. I mean, you guys should really kind of take, listen, Dan's been through a lot. Okay. He's mm -hmm. been through a lot. His life is a hellscape in so many ways. And we know that, but this is one aspect of the hellscape that maybe, you know, the flames are getting put out a little bit here. And how did he do it? He punted. Exactly. Just punt it down the line. Mm -hmm. And yeah, more flames will start, but that's the sure. nature of fire. That's fire. And guys. Fire is man's friend. But you know, one of the things I would say, Dan, and part of the reason why I think you're winning right now is Absolutely. because you got so fucking upset. You know, these women are, are accusing you of these things and you got so pissed off mm -hmm. and you said, I'm going to do something about this. I'm yes. going to fight back. You yes. know, And that's a really good transition because mm. I wanted to talk to you about this today, Dan, which is I'm looking around the world yeah. today and I know that a lot of people are like, oh, there's so much commotion. There's so much turmoil. I'm thinking to myself, are people mad enough? And that is a great big question because I, yes. I just don't think that people are right now. You know, you have to realize that if you are living in a functioning country, you mm. have to be angry. That's the reason for be laws. Exactly. You Exactly. The only way you're making laws is if you're mad about something. I agree with you 100%, Dan. And I, and I think at the end of the day, if you're mad, if you're agitated, yes. right? It means you're living life. Like, what is this idea that everyone wants to be tranquil and calm and all this? You know, the left with their, oh, guys, you know, do more yoga, meditate. What are you talking about? If they should I'm outlaw sitting that. around... Exactly, exactly. What do you, want? You, you want my life to just be me sitting on the couch watching my dick get smaller? No, thanks, guys. No. By the way, Dan, I have yes. noticed my penis is like shrinking. Why are you bringing this up now? Well, I'm just wondering because, you know, we're both kind of getting up there in age. I mean, we're not old, but we're not young. I mean, has have you noticed what? just like that? It, I'm just saying like, uh, like no, I get I out of the shower all. and I'm talking flaccid and hard. It's like I'm both not, sides. I'm not answering. Here's the thing. I'm not asking more questions and you're answering it. But just like, tell me you're about your describing penis. it more. I, because, no. But tell me about your penis because I'm, not, I'm worried about mine. I'm sorry. This is something that you're just going to have to deal with on your own. This is this is a George <laughs> problem and, it, you know, good luck with it. But I don't want to Well, you know, and I should get mad about it. I should get mad about the fact that my penis is Shrinking in size and do something about it. That's an engaged mm. citizenship, you know, because what we have now is you have the left, you have the woke mob, oh and they're God. not even a mob. As you said, they're tranquil and they're saying things. No, we need well, to accept sometimes. people. Sometimes, no, otherwise they're looting. They're either tranquil they're or they're rioters. looting. That's yes. That's the times when I respect the left the most. Absolutely, they should be rioting more often. That's when I'm like, I don't agree with your politics, but I respect what you're doing because I agree with what off. you're doing. And that's why I've always enjoyed being a conservative. Is that right. conservatives know you have to be mad all the time in order 
to be alive. Because if Absolutely. you're not doing that, well, then what are you doing? You're just thinking about yourself. You're exactly. just content with your own existence. That's no way to be. I would say happiness and contentment is the most self-centered, selfish thing you can do. It's the enemy be. of democracy, of a functioning exactly. democracy. When I was a liberal back, you know, I'll admit it, back in the day, you know, Ugh. when I was a liberal and now when I am more of a libertarian, free-thinking, critical-thinking man-thinker, I have noticed from then till now, all conservatives are so upset. They're yes. so anxious. They are stressed out. They are afraid. We are living, okay? Yes, we are we're agitated you know and there alive. isn't, um, and we have to deal with that. We're the ones that suffer there. We're the ones that walk around down this earth going, oh my God, I'm so pissed off. I'm so afraid. I'm so anxious. There isn't a moment in my life where I can take a deep breath. And you know what? That means we are alive, okay? Yes. I mean, some of these wokies out there, they, they're just sitting around just all calm, kumbaya, my ass. I mean, what are you guys going to do Drinking their lattes and eating God. their avocado toast. And that's a great thing to be mad about. I'm mad about that. I'm mad that liberals like avocados because avocados, they scare me. But Dan, did, have you tried um, Have you tried avocado toast before? I don't want to admit it, but yeah, I have. It's it's it's, it's so good. It, and then it's, it's worth the money. Highly nutritious. Oh, it's it's a, totally worth the money. It's just like a nice, uh, avocado is a fruit. I don't know if you know that, but it's a fruit. I didn't know that. That's so yeah. impressive. Yeah. And it's... It's got, it's, it has good healthy fats and yeah, exactly. just the, the mix that with on a nice piece of toast, you know, oh toast God, doesn't get toasted. talked about enough, you know, because everyone thinks it's so basic, but when there's a, there is such a thing as good toast yes, and not so good toast. And, and when you have good toast, it is what an experience, a, a fresh sourdough bread. Oh Unbelievable. But see, so this is the problem. This is the problem, though, is yeah. that you got liberals who are saying, "Oh, oh, let's just mash up an avocado and put some salt flakes on that." Right. But you have to remember what it's like for me and most of the country, which is, right. I don't know what that is. I right. didn't know that food could do that. Right. I'm scared, right. and you telling me to pay money for this makes me want to kill you. Exactly. This is the interesting thing because you bring up the liberals and their avocado toast. In some ways, give you your killer instinct. There's this interesting dance happening. Yes. Where in Do some ways them? you, right, we need the avocado toast in order to have that killer instinct, in order to want to be murderers. Because wanting to be a killer gives yeah. us an edge in life and gives right. us energy. Being willing to kill. The will to kill. And I mean, anger is the best fuel in Absolutely. the world. It's almost better than crude. It's better than crude oil is anger. You know, and I love crude oil. Well, you're a crude man. I'm a crude man. I believe in loud cars. I can't mm. stand. So right. How do you have an electric pickup truck. You know, if an electric truck goes down the street, whether it's hauling something or not, I don't hear it. It doesn't disrupt my day. Well, guess what? That means I'm not pissed off. Whereas right. if I'm walking down the street and there's some loud F-150 with a diesel engine or whatever the hell, and, it, <clears throat> and I'm like, whoa, whoa, what the fuck is that? I was trying to enjoy my coffee. Now I'm agitated. Now I'm upset. That's and guess good. And what? Then, Boom. I'm, that is fuel for the rest of the day. Absolutely. I'm going straight to the public library, seeing what yep. books they have that I don't like. They are yep. banning drag shows. And what is what makes me mad about that right. is that it's confusing. It's right. confu and now I'm even angrier. And I support that law. But it's confusing because, right. hey, can you watch Mrs. Doubtfire now? If they're banning Mrs. Doubtfire, we're in a lot of trouble. Angry trouble. You know, Dan, I did want to, because you mentioned libraries again, and I just did want to bring up, because I checked with the West Hollywood Library out mm -hmm. here. And um, one of the librarians told me that you've been going there mm. like on a daily basis and just like taking a stack of books, mm. setting up by a desk, and then sleeping all day. Mm. And then leaving when it's closing time. And I was just thinking... Why would someone, are you doing that? And why would you, are you trying to like pretend like you're out living a life, but really you're just sleeping at the library? Like what's going on there? 
well, you know, I don't, I wouldn't say every day. Mm. That's not like an everyday kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know what I'm trying to do for one, mm -hmm. let's just, for one, let's just say this libraries have air conditioning, which is fantastic. That's true. That and is they true. have great Wi-Fi, and they have bathrooms. So, mm -hmm. okay, have I been taking advantage of that? Because remember, right. conservatives, we're smart. We know how to take advantage of the systems in place. Right. Right. And so it is my right as an American mm -hmm. citizen to take mm -hmm. advantage of everything that's available to me. And so I'm, I'm doing that. Right. That's the first but, thing. Secondly, it's okay. comfortable. So yeah, sure. if that's okay. if that if it provides me with a level of comfort, you could people could be mad about that. I hope that people get mad about that. And they I'm say, just hey, wondering this guy shouldn't be able to just take a big nap in here. We should close these things down. Okay, so there's sort of a long, you're kind of playing the very long game long. here. Seems very convoluted and, and confusing. And but, that's what should be good. I hope right. it's making you upset. Well, here's what's making me upset is that I'm starting to think now that, because what you're describing, mm. I'm one, you know, air conditioning, bathrooms. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. But, you know, you could have that in a home. Did you lose your home in the settlement? Are you homeless now, Dan? First of all, well, I would say a lot of these people like to be called houseless now, and that upsets me because all they mm -hmm. really need to do is get a job. Get a job. McDonald's. You could. You, you know could, what kind of amazing place you could rent if you have a job at McDonald's? Yes. You could, you you could and you could and you get the food at McDonald's mm -hmm. and you can network. But you're kind of deflecting right. from the original question, which is, are you homeless? But does that even matter? What does that have to do with the laws in this country? Well, that if are you were homeless, to I would be upset. Too many people. I would be upset for you, and that would give me fuel for the rest yes. of my week. So well, then I kind of hope you say yes. Use that is what okay, I'm saying. Great. So I'm going to take it as I'm, I kind of, you know, the thinkers well, you can't take see it us how you right need now. To take it. You take it okay. how you need to take it. And that's fair. And, and that's that is fair. absolutely fair. Because not yeah. everything needs to be answered. That's one of the things that makes everyone so mad. Right. Exactly. And that, see, and that's a good point, Dan, that we should really hone in on here is mm -hmm. anger equals ambition. Okay. Yes. The mo look at Genghis Khan. He conquered the world because he was so freaking so pissed. pissed off. Because you know? he wasn't getting enough stuff or he wasn't having enough sex with enough women. Exactly. Don't they say that like every single person is related to Genghis Khan or something? Yeah, yeah. There's like a mutation that they could trace you back to that's him, basically, right. in the DNA. Right. And that and science. Science is thus proving the angrier you are, the more that you will accomplish. Get out there and look at the stuff that's making you angry instead of like what you said, how can I improve myself? No, 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 no. Introspection is the death of society. Well, do you know what what's the quickest way to improve something? It's not by fixing it it's by making it worse for someone else wow that's right? a great point Dan. and that's wow, what people need to realize that is that mm -hmm. my life is better if i know someone else's life is worse and i didn't even have to do anything all right. i had to do was make it shittier for them right exactly i mean think about happiness like this everyone's competing yes for happiness for success right Limited let's say we're all, we're all climbing the same mountain here and everyone thinks oh i gotta get higher on the mountain no you don't just cut everybody's rope that's next to you kick them, Let them down. fall down and, and suddenly, then you're in the highest on the mountain. You want to kind of strap yourself to a bigger person who's yeah. hopefully dead. They're the one anchoring you. Guys, anchor yourself to a dead man. We've kind of been screaming this all season long. Anchor yourself to a dead guy. That's okay? the key to happiness. To quote That's unquote the key happiness. To happiness. Exactly. Wow. This is really good stuff, Dan. I got to say, I didn't think we'd come to such great conclusions and such practical conclusions. Like thinkers, practical. again, get pissed off, anchor yourself to a dead man, and you're going to have a better life and society's going to be better. Yeah. Speaking of contentness and happiness, yeah. let's talk about today's episode, Dan, because yes. today we have a guest who is, I think, very content and that mm. pisses me off. That's you know, true. It was great I'm, yeah. to have her, totally. but I gotta say, afterwards, I was a bit agitated. Dr. Davina Kotolsky is here to talk to us about past life regressions, and I thought this conversation, Dan, was really interesting. It was, and you know, I, of course, I'm coming at it from a very skeptical angle. I don't believe in any of this. I think it's nonsense. It's lies. Lies mm -hmm. from the left. Right, and I think we kind of learned, and you'll see things 
alludes to in the interview that we learned that Dan, essentially his past lives were either non-existent because he's such a new soul, that's why he doesn't know anything. And or, that's why it's, it's so fresh. That's why people right. aren't ready for me because I am yeah, a new, there's, mm-hmm. a, there's a great, first of all, I hate Hollywood, you know that. But sure. there's a great and movie that came out a couple of years ago called Soul from Pixar. And yeah. it's all about these like little babies that, you sure. know, when they're ready to be born, it's like the mm-hmm. new little personality. And I feel like I'm one of those little blue spirit babies. Because you love children's movies, right? You always, I feel like you see every Disney movie, every Pixar movie. Because a, ch- a child's movie, it has to appeal to all ages. You have to be mm. able to still tell a story, still be entertaining, right. still be dramatic, but for both parents and children. And to be able Which to pull that off. Which is a huge challenge. It's just a really huge impressive. challenge. I mean, these writers. Yeah. Pixar movies are awesome. Fantastic. And, you know, this is a great segue into ads, guys, because that's what you're oh. going to have to listen to. We just did an ad for Pixar. You know, we hate Hollywood, yes. but we love Pixar. You're yes. going to get some ads coming up in a second that are not for products that are as cool or for companies that are as cool as Pixar. Would Pixar even do an ad? Does Pixar do that? Pixar. Check out Pixar. Okay. Anyway, guys, ads coming up. Then, Dr. Davina Katolsky, Past Life Regression. Stick around. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. (sighs) Good one, Dad. Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. (laughs) 
Dr. Davina Katolsky is an author, speaker, psychologist, and life coach who specializes in past life regression mediation. Her last book, The Mana Paradigm Shift, seamlessly connects cutting-edge psychology and ancient spiritual wisdom to help the reader create a life of freedom and fulfillment. Dr. Katolsky, thank you so much for being on Man Thinkers. It's my pleasure, George. Thanks for having me. And I actually do past life meditation regression, wow. not past life mediation. That would be a little more challenging. Yes. And you know what? I'm glad you clarified because Dan and I are used to mediation. So right. and George, that's the only very... reason George kind of messed that up is just he's unprofessional and usually doesn't know what he's talking about. So that was a great example of that. Thank you for pointing that out, doctor. My pleasure. Well, I, I wouldn't necessarily agree with that. Should but probably move on. We have a guest. You here. know what, Dan? It's just you're actually I'm trying to move on and then you mm. keep kind of well, stopping us from moving on. But that's OK. I'm not talking. Well. Uh, doctor, I think for most of our thinkers and our listeners out there, they might not be super familiar with exactly what a past life regression is. So can you talk a little bit about what it is that you do when you perform these and how what that process looks like? Yeah. So um, a past life regression is it's a form of hypnotherapy, relaxation and focused attention. So hypnosis itself is really very heightened focus in a relaxed state. So I guide people through a relaxation process, take them back in time to their childhood and then back on to a past life. And then we explore some important key memories in a past life. Most people go back to something like an accident that happened or the birth of a child, their marriage, some key moment in their life. And then I also guide them through the death process. I have them go back to the last day of their life and mm -hmm. really put them in that memory. They can either float above it or they can experience it. And I ask them questions about like, do they have any pain? Who's with them mm -hmm. at their bedside? What do mm -hmm. they recall? And then they go through the death process and then they meet up in a garden with their spirit guide and look for what is the lesson they needed to learn then and how is it relevant to their life now? It's a, you're almost, you're essentially killing somebody. Yeah, they're, they're going through the, the death process. So I'm not killing them, but I'm taking them back and and moving through the process of death where they realize that even though their body has died in that lifetime, their consciousness or their soul lives on. Now, is this a horrifying experience for people? I mean, to be experiencing a past death within a past life seems like it could be scary. For some people, it can be scary. Uh, for mm. many people, they are experiencing a, a sense of peace and completeness. Mm. So they might get a sense of some pain, but they also are given the opportunity to just kind of be above it a bit. And so they can report back without really going in into all of the physical sensations. But every once in a while, somebody will uh, have a memory and it will be uncomfortable and we'll, I'll move them out of that quickly so that they're not suffering. Now, doctor, normally I would not believe in any of this, but it's very impressive mm. to me that you're able to get somebody into that relaxed state. Are you able then, just out of curiosity, to um, take advantage of them? Before you go away, let's go over your will, their last will and testament in this past life. Throw me in there, maybe. That would be fascinating. Um, mm -hmm. Great question. Thank I think you. because, of course, I think because they have, they're just re-experiencing the past life, they're actually not going back in time and changing mm. things like Michael J. Fox yes, and Back travel. to the Future. I haven't figured that one out yet, but uh, that's... You should, because uh, that yeah, would really I, help yeah. the business. It sounds and, lucrative, well, for sure. I apologize, Dr. Dan's just kind of an idiot, and he doesn't realize that we're not talking about time travel right now. We're talking about a I spiritual experience. I think that was a question experience. a lot of thinkers. I'm thinking about where where's the business at in here, and how are you able to sustain a lifestyle? Because and, you're and so encouraged. 
encouraging a, of others. This is a lesson yeah. that Dan's soul continues to refuse to learn, that life isn't mm. just about business deals. It's about growing spiritually. Well, why don't and we so, let the guest answer that? Is life a series of business mm. deals? Well, great question. I'm, I'm going to go back Thank and you answer again. the previous question, of course. Mm. So um, so the previous question is, are people in, in a state where they can be easily manipulated? So I let them know that they're going to go through a process of relaxation. They never cluck like a chicken. They never lose consciousness. They don't mm. go under. Mm. It's not like that. They become very, very relaxed and focused so they can go back to a childhood memory, for example, which is we always start there. And then we'll go back to the womb and they'll be able to remember things from being in the womb, conversations, fights their parents were having outside of the wow. womb. And it's fascinating. It, it blows my mind every time. And I never tell people what their past lives were. I don't ask any leading questions. I just ask them to describe for me what they're seeing. That's fascinating stuff, Dr. You know, and I have to say, as someone who is skeptical, I might be more inclined to check it out if I knew that I was going to be hypnotized and would cluck like a chicken. I think if someone could get me to do that, well, then they've got some real power of the mind. I have a question for you, doctor. Have you ever regressed someone and you know you relax, you're, you see a door, you open the door, and here you are, and what do you see? And they're just like darkness, black, nothing. Because I think that would happen to Dan. Like, yes. Has anyone ever just gone back and it's like, oh, I don't see anything, there's nothing happening. Well, I'm not going, so don't put me into it. Well, you will if you click like a chicken. Anyway, let's let the doctor talk. There are times when I'm taking someone through the regression and they do say things like, I don't see anything, I just see black. One of the things I tell people when they do it is whatever is for your highest good to see is what comes up. And so sometimes mm -hmm. people end up actually having more childhood memories with unresolved issues that are present for them. And so we'll mm -hmm. focus on that. But there are occasions where, you know, someone doesn't regress. And I would say that's probably about maybe two to three, two to five percent of the population where they just get really relaxed, but they're uh, not able to see anything. I've definitely had people share with me that they're afraid to know who they were in a past life because they're convinced that they've done something very wrong. They had lives where they, they weren't proud of what they did. You know, uh, German soldiers wow, you know, got caught up, Nazis, and um, and feel very bad about what happened. Again, these experiences are, are fascinating to me as well. I don't have all the answers, but I'm really interested in it and love what I do. And do you find that there is a through line with each person's past lives where there is a specific lesson that they keep on trying to be taught via their lives that they're maybe having trouble? Like, is there a thing that that people take with them from life to life, a, a specific lesson or a specific point of growth. Yeah, absolutely. So some of the things that might come up is somebody's gotten their heart broken in a previous lifetime, and so they don't trust anyone in this lifetime, and so they're, they're not attaching, they're blowing up their relationships for whatever reason. Other people have felt disillusioned for some reasons, they've taken their lives. I've had several people in their past life, they committed suicide, and so it was like, okay, how do you deal with disappointment and depression and make different choices in this lifetime? Is there any yeah. anybody that you ever talk to that they're saying their past life and you're like, okay, you're just jerking my chain. This definitely didn't happen. Nope, I haven't had like, that experience. They're going on and on. You're like, that's so, there's, that's too many details. You can't possibly know that. Get out of my office. I have Nothing not had like that, that happen. Nope. Uh -uh. Dan gets told to get out of doctor's offices like very consistently. Well, I like to so. keep doctors on their toes. So if they're telling me to do one thing, I kind of, you know, I, I zig when they want me to zag. And that's that, that to that's me is how you... And that's why you're an incredibly unhealthy person, both physically and spiritually. Very healthy, actually, because I don't have any charts. So if I don't have any charts, there can't be anything wrong with me. Well, okay. maybe, Dan, if, if you and I did a past life regression, maybe you would be the first. That would be great to have on my business card, you know, that Something I'm the only person to. to get kicked out of a past life regression meditation. You know, I've done past life regression before and Dan's soul always 
is there. And he's always making my life in my past lives worse. Do you find that that's common in past life regressions that you, meditations that you perform? Like, do you see people recognize, oh, that's that's my mom, but she's not my mom in this life. She's my sister or something like that. Is that very common? Oh, sick. Yeah, definitely. There have been experiences where uh, people will go back and they'll recognize that their daughter in a past life is their mother in this lifetime, which explains some of, especially if they have a narcissistic parent. Oh, of course, you know, I was taking care of you in this lifetime. I'm taking care of you again in this next lifetime. I've had people who were lovers in past lives and now they're good friends in this lifetime. Whatever the combination, it's that that happens frequently. How can I separate myself from this man? What does my soul or what does his soul need to learn so we can finally grow apart from each other? My soul has nothing to do with it. So I can't speak to how for you to resolve this uh, together, okay. but I can Darn. say uh, one thing that might be suggested is that you do some cord cutting and you mm. do some things like uh, you say a statement like whatever vows I've made to Dan in this or previous lifetimes, I now break those vows. Because George, also- we talked about how this isn't time travel, but George has told me that he has gone back. He will mm-hmm. bring a gun to uh-huh. a past life regression and he wants to hunt me sort of like the Terminator. And it hasn't worked. And I'm telling I'm him that so I, it doesn't even sound healthy to me. I love that idea as a movie script. You should actually Great write that. Mm-hmm. We will. And I well, Dan, Dan, is a, Dan is a failed Hollywood writer. Not in a past life, in this life. Well, in this life, right. Because he thinks it's because, you know, Hollywood doesn't get his ideas. But really, Doctor, he's just they a don't. terrible writer. I, I've read his scripts. They're like, on. they don't make any sense. They're boring. They're, uh, so does uh, Do Christopher Nolan movies make any sense? I don't, making sense is not a prerequisite Christopher for Nolan movie movies rock, okay? They, they rock. don't make sense. Even if they don't make sense, well, sometimes exactly. they don't, but they're awesome. Doctor, where do you fall on Christopher Nolan movies? Are you pro or con? Uh, I'm pro Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Hell yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I, and I write it. at the top of every script, this movie rocks. And then mm-hmm. it's up to the reader to see how it rocks. If they don't get it, that's on them. It should be on them. Doctor, have you ever seen the movie The Matrix? Yes. Fantastic. It is film. the best it's the best movie ever made. And, Fantastic but, movie. You know, in the in the Matrix, when they go into the Matrix, they get jacked in. And when they get punched, you know, they get hit. They go, you, know, you, see, you know, when they get hit. Yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. And I, I was curious part, when people are in their past lives, let's say they're mm-hmm. doing some kind of Matrix Kung Fu, do they get hit and hurt? And if they get punched really hard, does blood kind of drip down their mouth? And so they I've have never to- seen anyone bleed. But I have seen them uh, shake. I have seen them like, you know, writhe around in pain. It's fascinating to watch that. But yeah, I haven't seen anyone bleed. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of... dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. When I listen to my heart to live my authentic life, I just want people to do exactly what I want them to do. But I'm told I'm wrong or intolerant for that. But aren't I just listening to my heart in that case? Sounds like you're listening to your ego. Mm. That's isn't is that not the same thing? Thank you, doctor. Definitely not. There's the ego and the soul, and the soul and the heart are connected. So it sounds like you're listening to your ego by wanting people to do things your way. Well, how would I mm. separate the heart and and the ego? I feel like they're one thing, or my my heart is encased in a nice fatty layer of my ego. I think the way to proceed is just for you to be yourself and to follow your heart's desire unless it hurts somebody. That's going to be a tough one. Maybe I'm trying to think out because the ego is so strong. I love my ego. When you say about this stuff, this is hard on your heart, it's hard on your body. George and I are able to use that as bragging points for why you should listen to man thinkers. I mean, you say, hey, these guys are hard on their heart, but they're not going to stop what they're doing. They're not going to stop their anger and their righteous indignation just for their heart because we're out here for the thing of the world. So we're sacrificing ourselves. We're basically the new Jesus. And full stop. No question there. <laughs> Listen, we're free thinkers here. You know, I'm not trying to Always. bash any former presidents, but no uh, I'll tell you, a hundred years from now, some unlucky soul is going to have to, is going to do a past life regression and they're going to oh, realize yeah. they were Donald Trump. And it's going to be a tough pill to swallow. Even if you're pro Donald Trump, I still think that's a tough pill to, to swallow. To be him. To have been him. Good as luck to that as, future soul. As soon as Donald Trump dies, whenever that mm. may be, and I don't think he's going to die for a long time because he he's fueled so by his healthy and, and anger that once he dies, is his, his life 
open is it open season to say hey i was i was in there i he was me yeah how long does it take to read yeah what's the fascinating question Um, thank you again i I, yeah yeah i have no idea how long it takes i did hear once and and again this was just uh, i don't know if i read this someplace uh, or where i read this someplace that when someone horrible or let's say powerful dies that it's not the time you want to have a baby because that soul Uh, can fresh yeah right into it so there's um, another antichrist situation but my understanding is that a soul can come back as soon as it wants to so you can go Mm. and rest and learn some more lessons or if you want to reincarnate you can do it when you're ready where did all this come from where do we oh go ahead because my question was better uh no i'll go where do we go when you say rest like do you have any insight do you see or do you hear rather your clients and patients they say oh i'm i'm in this cosmic benevolent juices and i'm just like where where's the resting phase where is everyone going yeah so with my clients and with my process sometimes people will go to a very kind of dark place where they feel at peace and there's relaxing music kind of vibrations i should say and some of them kind of talk about uh just being at peace and and how did this all how did this all come to you how did this present itself to you where did this all come from so when i was um young i had memories of a past life and was trying to share that with my parents and i think they thought it was really weird good parenting yeah exactly but i always uh, had a sense that that this wasn't my first lifetime and kind of went through life with that and then when i started working as a therapist i would notice different issues with people that they would seem really hung up on certain relationships that kind of like you guys where there was a lot of animosity and they kept trying to quit each other but couldn't quit each other and it really felt like there was something more there and so i just would make notes of that and then well then i had my own experience of meeting somebody that i absolutely knew that I knew them in a past life. And when that happened, it gave me permission. Like it just, it was, it was an uncanny experience. I won't go into the details, but it gave me permission to really invest in, in reading more and studying more about past life and life between lives and had heard about Dr. Brian Weiss and his book, Many Masters, Many Lives for years, finally picked it up, really had an aha moment with it and then decided to go do some training with him. When you have a past life regression and you bring back a piece of yourself, there's a sense of wholeness. So you're you're bringing back more of yourself that you've sort of forgotten about. I had another one that was fascinating where the guy had died because he had had, this is wild, he had a pet pterodactyl or he had befriended a pterodactyl. And when the pterodactyl was small, it was fine and they, you know, connected and whatever. And then the pterodactyl ate him. Whoa. You know, you can't, it's it's too, I would say that, I would suggest that to him right away. Say, hey, you can't tame a pterodactyl. No, wait a minute. Our, our, wait, so I thought pterodactyls were dinosaurs. This guy was, yeah, this was talking back in the caveman. Yeah. Times. Yeah. I've had a few people in caveman time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. It's wild. Cavemen wow. and dinosaurs that's just really hanging out, making pets. Listen, I, I, that's a great segue, Dan, to one of my last questions, Doctor, which is, you know, I you seem like a very wise person who has, you know, uh, lived a very wise life in this time, lifetime and maybe past lifetimes as well. And I'm interested in starting my own cult, Doctor. And I think you would be an amazing selling point if I said, hey, you know, come true. out to the woods with me and my friends. Doctor Davina Katolsky is going to give you a past life regression. And maybe you and I can just kind of make sure that the regression is a fun one, you know, maybe they were a king or a queen or whatever. And I think that would suck people right in. And then on the back end, I'd give you 5%, 10% of whatever we make on the cult. I mean, what do you say, doctor? I think we should go into business together. Well, thank you for the invitation, George. It's always mm. nice when somebody offers you an entrepreneurial opportunity, uh, a business nice opportunity, but I'm going to have to pass. You got it. Do we? It was our pleasure and our joy. We learned so much about past really life regressions. Did. We learned, or rather relearned that Dan has a dark, cold heart and there's probably no hope for him. 
And uh, is there anything else you'd like to plug or any other last thoughts you have, doctor? Yeah, if people want to do a past life regression, definitely contact me. And Dan, I'd like to offer you a past life regression for free if you are if you want to participate. Wow. I think I have to. I will do that. Or wait, if I don't take the past life regression, would you give me the equivalent money? I love that question. Again, you, you're you on it. Um, I'm going to have to decline that. Okay. Gift card would count. I'll think about it. Yeah, okay. gift card sure. or anything, anything to a restaurant. A target, or, maybe something. Target yeah. or something like that. But okay, well, uh, something to consider. Thank you, doctor, for you're the offer. You're very welcome. Thank you both. What an interesting person. Absolutely. I mean, let's just say that right That's off the something bat. We could she agree had on. a lot of interesting things to say. I think she's a sage. What I liked about her is that she had some really good answers, and when she didn't have the answer, she she wasn't afraid to admit that she had no idea. And I think that is that's that's, and that's true. And I think that's fair because she's working with some unknown things. And I wonder if we is there a lesson there for us? Do we ever maybe we should no, nah, I don't think right? So. I think we just well, tend that's to, it's different because there are we different. don't talk about things that right because right, we don't talk about things we don't that, know like about. we don't know anything about. We always have the answer. And so, yeah. sort of, you know, I respect right. it, but it's that, not yeah, something right. that's really I, I don't, She may I, have even said that. Hey, this works for me, but you guys, obviously, you should just keep talking and don't ever admit that you don't know something. I think yeah. she said that. I can't really remember. You know, a little bit disappointing to find out that people, if they're getting punched in their past lives, they mm. don't kind of knock around like Neo yeah, did. I really wish she but was, maybe we could change that. Uh, yeah, I thought we were going to get more we, Matrix what stuff. What if we yeah. time travel back to the first mm. past mm. life guy and state that as like a mm. rule, you know? So you're like Dr. Freud. What do you, wait, first past yeah, life Yeah, like doctor, you're Dr. You Sigmund Freud. That? And you're, you know, you travel back into past life. You're like, hey, wait, Dr. What? Davina, send me back to Freud. You're Freud now. Do you think Dr. Freud was the first human being? What Let's are you talking about? just say about? that's what's going on. Just follow me here. Dr. Davina, blast okay. me to, to Dr. Freud. She sends you back. You're Dr. Freud now. And you say, hey, patient. Well, it doesn't I'm, work like that. You can't just request to be people. Uh, but but you, sure, hey, we said we weren't going to be able to fly. Now we've got commercial flights thousands of them a day. So you want now, to you don't have to repeat it back. Arbitrarily you don't have to repeat make it back. Dr. Siegmund Freud the first human being ever to have lived essentially is what you're saying because well, otherwise I don't quite understand guy, your the logic. The first one to do a regression. The first past life guy is just the first human. Well, the first I mean, every human regression. That, if past lives are real. Which they are. I don't think you understand. Do you understand what the what what we're, we're talking about in that conversation? Why does it matter whether I understand or what I don't? We've we've already gone over this in our conversation with Doctor Davina Katolsky. Is that it doesn't when I'm talking, I have no idea what I'm saying. But what's important is that I am talking and I'm mad. I don't think she made any of those points, and we really appreciate her time, guys. Check out her book, The Man of Paradigm Shift, and get get regressed, guys. Regress, get regressed. If our show is about anything, it's about regressing. Regress a little bit. It is about You're going backwards. Okay when. When you're finished listening to an episode of Man Thinkers, I want your life to be worse off. Because Things if your life better. is worse off, you're going to be upset. And if you're upset, you're going to have fuel to get you through the day. That's what we learned today. That's what we did. I'm pretty sure that's what the doctor told us. Really interesting. Yes, mm -hmm. schedule something with her. Schedule anything. And you know what? You were a Nazi in a past life. Sorry to hear it, but stay mad about it. And remember, guys, whether you're in a past life or you're in this life, keep thinking. Always be thinking. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.
Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.